You're listening to the Cambridge Insider Podcast. On this week, hosts Mariah and Stephen discuss the increasing student enrollment numbers outside of the U.S. due to digital marketing. This episode is sponsored by Roland Park Country School. At Roland Park, we believe that young women who build each other up will thrive. There's no hurdle too high for a RPCS girl because she has the collective support of her community lifting her up towards her goals. While this spirit sets us apart from other schools, it's the effect of our graduates that's so remarkable. Roland Park Country School students develop a profound understanding of who they are and how to lead together to impact the world. Thanks for listening. Cambridge Insider Podcast time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cambridge Insider Podcast. As per usual, my co-host, Mariah Thompson. Thanks for joining us, Mariah. Hey, Stephen, are you, uh, um, except for our, our listeners that know, we always talk about where we live. Um, I live in the South currently he's up North, but next week we are going to be in the same spot for the first time. That's so it. your, your hosts, your hosts are going to be, I was going to say reunited, but we've never been united. So this will be the, <laughs> this will be the first time, which is kind of fun. It's <laughs> that weird, like. You know somebody so well because you work with them 365 yeah. days in the year, but you've never met them before, only online. So now I'm excited. We're, we're going to be down in, in Washington, D.C. for a conference. So we are looking forward to making some new friends, connecting and, and uh, putting some great things out there. So we'll, we'll, we'll most certainly report back, I'm sure, on the pod about uh, exactly what we were doing. Um, but yes, yeah, I am very to- excited. Thanks for asking. Yeah, we have a, a membership with the UPCEA. So if you're in higher ed, you might know what we're talking about, but we have membership with them. So we're hoping to go in and to make new connections, share what we got, which is a lot of what we're going to talk about today, too. So 100%. Yeah, we'll be we'll be focusing today a little bit more on, you know, Global College, um, Global College Connect, which is our flagship, uh, you know, higher ed um, digital marketing product. Maybe that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah. But certainly a lot of what we talk about, we do see those trends and those patterns reflected in the, in the K through 12, uh, you know, context as well. So it'll be it'll be good information for all of our listeners to, you know, to uh, to 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 listen out for. So maybe just before we get started, Mariah, and I know you've got a couple of things that you want to enlighten us with. Um, maybe let me just from the start, just tell all of our listeners Maybe there's some new mm-hmm. ones. When we talk about Global College Connect GCC, what are we talking about? So it's Cambridge, um, it's Cambridge Networks, a digital marketing product that we offer to, to, to colleges and universities um, that are looking to brand, that are looking to market, and that are ultimately looking to move the dial on their enrollment and their recruitment of international students. We offer the product specifically in Southeast Asia, where we have a great infrastructure um, and where we are able to get access to products and social media platforms and live events and info sessions uh, that if we were not physically situated and had that infrastructure in China, Vietnam and South Korea, we would not necessarily be able to offer those with the expertise that we do. So GCC, you know, incorporates when we talk about it's a digital marketing product, it incorporates everything from site engine optimization, SEO, um, to social media marketing and social media advertising. Um, I always like to just dumb it down for myself and and it helps me, uh, you know, understand it. But if in the American context, you're thinking 
would have Facebook, Instagram ads really doing that, but in the context of Southeast Asia on the platforms that are not only available, but are, that are very uh, targeted and, and, and big in those in those countries. And then live events and, and, and info sessions and access to the great alumni network that we have at Cambridge Network, that is all incorporated into what we have in Global College Connect. So Mariah, I've sort of spoken a little bit. Did I miss anything out there that you can think of? Yeah, no, I, I think you did a good job. It's just, it's taking your materials and putting it on the platforms that your students are on. And that's that's the gist of digital marketing. Um, and just like everything a part of digital marketing, it's it's different. It's new. And we before you never thought you had to do it for sneakers and now you do. And so just like for international education where you might not have done that before, you do now. And Absolutely. so we are just creating an um a place for colleges um to seek connection with our network, um, not only with um, just our connection in, in the top areas, but also we just have relationship. We have experience, we have the expertise of international education. So we're just combining them both. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I love the idea that you said you never had to do it for sneakers, but you have to do it now. I think the entire United States, and I'm talking about colleges, high schools, us as an organization, we've been so lucky the past couple of years that we've never really had to do much to attract international students. Yeah. Um, and for the first time we faced with the reality of if we don't start actually, and I mean this with all due respect, putting in the effort, we're not going to see those returns. Students have, and I know we'll talk about this a little bit, they've got other options. It's a saturated competitive market. So if you're a high school, but specifically for this episode, if you're a college, what are you doing differently that's going to attract students to you for this year? But specifically, if you think strategically for the next couple of years, how are you going to build your brand so that in five years from now, students are continuing to say, that's where I want to go get my college degree. So that's what GCC is all about. It's about branding. It's about, bang, putting your name out there and making sure that, you know, when students are looking for an option, you are one of them. So Mariah, I know you've got a little, uh, you did a little research. You always do research. You are the research guru <laughs> of our team. Um, I have to. Team. <laughs> well, you have to because I'm not going to do it. So, you know, that's that's on me. I, I apologize. But, you know, I know you wanted to share a couple of things uh, that you found and we're going we're gonna to structure the conversation a little bit around that. Yeah. So I think one of the things I wanted to talk about first and a lot of on our episodes, we we have a lot of stats um, from Open Open Doors as a source that does a lot of it does all the hard work for us basically. Everything that we need to know, we can find from there. So shout out to Open Doors because we need them. Um, so the first thing that and most, if you're in education and you're looking for an international program, you could probably say that you know where most international students come from. So I first want to talk about the top three is China, India, and South Korea. And so that is a reason why um, for Cambridge Network, um, we specifically target South and East Asia um, is because most of our, your market is going to come from there. And then on top of that, um, our company is pretty much based out of these areas. We have offices here in, in Boston and all over if you're in different locations as a Cambridge employee, but our offices are also in China, in Korea, and in Vietnam. So it, it's just who we are. So that's why we focus on that. 
but it also just is the major market. And if you're wanting to increase your international program, it just is a no brainer that you're going to, you're going to target the area where there's the most need of it. Um, so that was the first thing I just wanted you guys to know, like the top places where international students come from, China, India, and South Korea. I do want to just, yeah, yeah, I just want to quickly add there, right? So we have colleges listening to us right now and and people in admissions, and we often speak with uh, potential partners and with partners about diversity. It's super important. You want to add to your campus. You want to get smart, intelligent, great young people on your campus. Yes, but you've also got to be thinking about that bottom line. So what is your return on investment? If you are investing into marketing yourself, you want to be marketing in a place that you are going to see a return, that you are going to see recruitment increase and enrollment increase. So, you know, uh, you can market all over the world, but you've got to think about where it's going to be the best return. And right now, as per the data that we have, South Korea and China specifically are two of the top three um, where students are coming from. So those are great places to put branding, put marketing out yeah. there so that you can get that return. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's worth the investment because like Steven says, you'll get the return. And so if there are different areas of the globe that you do want to, you kind of have that wiggle room because you're getting that ROI. So it's a, it's a good spot to target for sure. And then the second part of that is to understand where the places these students are going. And so the top host destinations is how they categorize it on open doors. And U S is number one. Um, and it's the 15, 15% of all international students go to the U.S. Um, number two is the U.K. at 10%. Three is Canada. Four is France. And five is Australia. Um, and I we bring this up as a point of why digital marketing and why now is because um, since, I will say, even before the pandemic, but during pandemic, it was like these countries truly like started to step their game up and their numbers of international students are increasing. And um, if you're in the marketing for international students, like myself, you're doing research and you're finding all these resources of how do you recruit to students? What do you do? And countries and companies that are in Australia and the UK, they're putting out all this stuff about how they're digital marketing to these students, specifically in China. And you can see in the data, and I can post um, in the show notes the the statistics on this, but you can see how their numbers of students for international students has increased by hundreds of thousands of students. So these students are getting the marketing materials in front of their faces. Now they're choosing other countries other than U.S., just because of the digital marketing and they're going there. So um, this strikes to the schools in the U.S. Oh, I might have to start actually doing digital marketing. It, word of mouth and just being U.S., being like the top spot, like it might not be enough. And as of now, obviously, we're still number one, but why not be proactive? And so that's a that's a whole part of us for, for GCC is we love – international education and we want to be proactive with the schools that partner which is why we created Cambridge Enhanced Marketing to let our schools be on top of their game and see that return on investment on their digital marketing so um i think that that categorizes like the why like the why is because our competitors are doing it so mm-hmm. we got to get ahead of the game 
Um, Stephen, yeah. One, yeah, I just wanted to add in there. I think it's you, you put it so well. There are other players in the game right now. Um, yeah. And that maybe wasn't a reality a, a while ago. And I think we maybe don't have research to back this up, but I think many countries um, looked at the blueprint that the U.S. had out there of yeah. attracting great international talent and what that did at a macro level to the economy because they had intelligent, brilliant minds coming, studying in the country and then going on to become entrepreneurs and boosting the economy. And I think countries looked at it and said, this is a great opportunity. We should be doing the same. Um, and they've 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 taken that so far that they are now on the, in the digital game, marketing their programs, telling, you know, potential families and students, come to the UK, come to Australia, come mm -hmm. to New Zealand, come to Canada, because we can offer you very competitive programs um, and the future at a very competitive price point as well. So I think that the 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 US just resting on their history and what they've done is very dangerous. Um, I think that's point number one, and you made that. I think point number two is the market has shifted so quickly to a digital market. And I think that was just accelerated, yeah. of course, by the pandemic. But we'd already seen that movement of just everything happens on a cell phone. Everything happens on a screen. So if you're not represented there, how are you attracting students that are being bombarded by come to the US, come to Australia? So those are those are certainly things to consider. I think the third thing as well is that and we've had this conversation with many of our, our partners as well, is the birth rate is a concern in the US. Yeah. And from a strategic standpoint in admissions, if you are not considering what the domestic birth rate is going to do to your overall enrollment numbers at your college, at your university, you're putting your head in the sand. And you're not looking at the reality. And one of the ways to combat um, the effects of the birth rate that you're going to be feeling as a college at the, at the recruitment admissions level in the next, you know, uh, two to two to ten years is to increase your international uh, enrollment. Um, and you certainly need to then think, if I want to increase my international enrollment, am I just going to say, yeah, sit down and go, oh, they'll come? Well, I'm going to be proactive about it and say, I need to brand myself. I need to get out there. If students are only have their heads on their screens, I want to be on that screen so that they, you know, are bombarded by my by my brand and that they know the great quality that I do offer. So I think the why now, I, I think there couldn't be a, a better time to get involved. But I do think that the digital world moves so quickly that if schools are not careful, other colleges, other countries, other universities yeah. are going to be light years ahead before they've even woken up and they're going to go, oh, well, we should have done that two years ago. This is really yeah. a, a prime time to get involved. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's really crazy, too, the amount of universities there are in the U.S. compared to all these other countries. Like, we have over 4,000 universities. And I think I wrote it down. The U.K., 169. Yeah. <laughs> like, the amount of university choices they have are so small so like they're not they're not competing with each other as much so that's the numbers are going up but like we have four thousand so you gotta you gotta stick yeah. out there too it's not just going you're not just competing with people um in the uk you're competing with each other too you know yeah yeah and and <laughs> the the interesting thing about that uh figure is and, and we did research a while ago it might not be the most current but i think out of those four thousand plus universities and colleges in the u.s the enrollment rate of international students at those universities is something like 6%. So only 6% yeah, of 
the entire population of students is made up of international students. So the room to grow there yeah. is, is undeniable. Whereas in the UK, in Australia and Canada, with smaller number of, of colleges, 100 and, you know, 150, 200, 400 mm -hmm. colleges, I think their, their percentage of students that are international students are 10, 20, 30% sometimes. So, you know, the, yeah, the I, room uh, for the US is certainly there to be able to grow. The, for you, I think it's UK, Australia, and Canada, 25% of their enrollments are international students. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you, you will be seeing that if you aren't already, you are going to be seeing the effects of that of course, in terms of your enrollment rate, but in terms of the economy, in terms of where jobs being created, where a business is being located, because you mm -hmm. want to be a business in a place that has great raw talent and the universities are, uh, you know, are ultimately producing this great talent. These, these intelligent people that are coming, that are graduating. We're going to be seeing that those effects in the economy within, you know, the next couple of years, if we aren't already seeing them. Yeah. And I just wanted to point this out to shift it to a little bit more positive. We don't say this to like get you nervous or scared, like you're going to lose all your students. We just say this because we want to partner with you because, because we do K through 12 and we have all these students, we know how eager our students are to have a U.S. college education. Yeah. And we want to also use that to help them get into schools that are partnered with us. Um, it's just, it's just an easy way. So we want to just keep keep reinforcing our relationship and connections and get them plugged into schools they want to go to here. So it's, it's, it's important, I think. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, without a doubt. I think there's so much great talent that we already have in this country. I think the U.S. is fortunate. We have so many, we just mentioned the number, but so many great programs that offer yeah. great opportunities for students. Just about making sure that students are aware of you, aware of your program, aware of the great things that you offer great support that you offer. We can certainly make that connection for you. For sure. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Mariah, anything else as we close off this, uh, this uh, session of the Cambridge Insider podcast? Uh, no, but if you, if you're listening, you have any questions or anything, we will always have our comment box open. So feel free to drop it in. Um, if there's anything you're curious about, um, or research that you've seen, you're like, you got to talk about this, send it in. We would love that. Um, yeah, we just want to be interactive with you guys that who consistently listen or who are just popping in. I know from us going to this conference next week, we might have new listeners that come back. So if at this point we met you at the conference, hey, thanks for thanks for checking in um, and getting a little bit more. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. Awesome. Awesome. As always, I appreciate your expertise and I look forward to conferencing with you. Is that the right yes. word? I don't know. Maybe not conferencing. Uh, it is to, now. That is, that's it. We've just made it official. To all of our listeners, we appreciate you tuning in as per usual. And we'll catch you around the next episode of the Cambridge Insider Podcast. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Cambridge Insider Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel to never miss an episode. For more Cambridge updates, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Have a great week and stay connected.